Good morning, y'all. Fan still going, but I'm trying out some headphones, so hopefully y'all cannot hear the fan this morning. Um, I'm going to just jump into this book because I'm in the middle of folding my clothes, and I was like, wait a minute. Let me go ahead and read them some of this book because I might be on here acting a fool again tonight. I don't know. I might give y'all some slow jams tonight. <laughs> ah, I had too much fun last night with that. But um, we're going to go ahead and jump into this book real quick. Oh, wait a minute. Rewind. Okay. I had been getting asked questions about this abortion ban. And at first I was going to say I don't really feel no type of way about it. But certain situations, I feel like certain women should be able to do what is necessary for them. Like, there was a lady on the news where her child, she's currently pregnant, and her child has been diagnosed with a rare skull condition where the skull is not completely formed. It's missing, like, the top half of the skull. Most of the skull is gone. And they said that it's not a serious thing to the mother or to the child. So, therefore, they did not have an abortion. But there is a factor that any woman could pass away while giving birth. So, it is major to the mother's life. And then there's facts, whereas babies that are born like that, only live for minutes or hours after birth, you know, and she really wanted to get an abortion. Like, situations like that, I can see where it would be okay. Like, I'm not one that say, oh, yes, go for abortion. Like, I am against abortion. I don't like it. I don't believe in it, you know, but certain situations, it's like, hey, you know, you have to do what you have to do for your health and your safety because this lady could pass away and lose her child and there's a possibility of her conceiving and being able to give birth to someone else. Like, you never know what the outcome could be and if she's trying to look out for herself now so she could have that opportunity, why not give it to her? I can see where women are constantly getting pregnant, you know, and constantly getting abortions. No. I see why that would be for the abortion ban. But to stop a woman with a situation like this, I think it should be okay. Um, I also seen on the news where there was a 10-year-old girl, just a baby herself, that had been raped and got pregnant. And where she lived at, they told her no. So she had to go almost 24 hours away to a whole nother city just to get an abortion. She's only 10. Why would you deny a 10-year-old child, rape victim, at that an abortion? You want a 10-year-old child to give birth? She's already traumatized. And you want her to go through the process of labor and delivery. All that pain. Poor baby started her monthly when she was like eight or nine. That's a lot of pain in itself. I wouldn't wish my period cramps on my worst enemy if I had one. It's not fun. And then to deny her that and 
pretty much tell her, oh, you're going to give birth to this child. Like, she's only 10. Her body isn't even done developing. She isn't even, what? Like, come on, yo. Certain situations, I feel like it can be looked around because they have real reasons for why they want it. They don't just want to get rid of it because they don't like the baby daddy or they don't want to be in a relationship with this person no more or something like that. It's like real reasons with facts behind it. And yeah, that's how I feel about it. But um, also, if you haven't listened to Tramazine by Megan Thee Stallion, her new album has dropped and the whole album smacks. So let's jump into that, okay? All right. Now we're going to get into this book, Blended. Chapter 38, Dad's Week. After that mess in the parking lot, Dad has been extra attentive, almost tiptoeing around me. I'm used to saying I'm sorry for doing stupid stuff, like for spilling nail polish on the bed spread or for hiding a bad grade I got on a math quiz. But when parents apologize, it's just plain weird. Dad bought a new pair of jeans and he hates shopping in the teen stores. He keeps hovering when I'm practicing the piano or saying goodnight like 50 times after I go to bed. I just want the grown-ups in my life to act normal again, whatever that is. Is normal living week to week at different houses? Is normal never being sure of what normal really is? I have no idea. Since my slime stuff is at mom, I'm focusing on getting ready for the recital and practicing my music instead. I complain about Madame Rubenstein and her bangles and her snotty attitude, but she really is a good piano teacher. My recital piece is nearly perfection, even according to her, but I'm starting to get nervous about the performance. What will I wear? How will I do my hair? What if my fingers get jumbled up? As she left yesterday, Madame Rubenstein touched my shoulder and said, You have real talent, my child. Treasure it. Then she took off one of the bangles and gave it to me. Thank you, I sputtered. This is, like, so awesome. I was for real. The woman rarely gives compliments and seriously loves her bangles. I placed it on my wrist. It's way too big, but I love it. Don't feel obligated to wear it to the recital. It might slide down and make you miss a note, she warned, but there was a hint of tease in her voice. I just want you to have something special on your big day. Now, I give the bracelet a gentle twist. I think it's real gold. I'm going to wear it the rest of the day. I play for another hour, serious pieces, and a fun little number that Anastasia found for me called Choo Choo Charlie. Then I hear my phone ding. It's a group message from Imani and Heather asking if I want to meet them at the mall on Saturday. Oh, yeah. We began furiously texting as we tried to figure out what to wear, what to eat, and what stores we will hit. Imani's mom will be there with us, but she'll just sit in the food court with baby Kendi. Her rule is that we just have to check in with her every hour or so. Perfect. We decide to wear leggings and long shirts, but not the same color. That's for little kids. And Converse sneakers. I've got two gift cards left over from Christmas. One for Lush, 
so we'll go there. Heather, who is so lucky, got her ears pierced for Christmas, so we've got to get Claire's for new earrings. Neither dad nor mom will let me get my ears pierced, but it's still fun helping Heather. Group effort. Of course, we have to hit the pink store that just opened up, too. 39. Chapter 39. Dad's week. On Saturday morning, I get out of bed and soak my hair in axle grease to make it lie down smoothly for the day. Well, not really, but I don't find... I didn't find some extra whole super strong hair gel at Walgreens. I'm dressed and ready by nine. I tiptoe down to the kitchen and make myself some toast. I'm very particular about my toast, at least at dad's house. I like 100% whole grain wheat bread, then sliced. I slather two slices with butter and pop them in the toaster oven for three minutes. They come out soft in the middle and crisp on the edges. That's when I layer on the jam, one with strawberry and one with grape. Perfection. I pour a large glass of milk and breakfast is fine in mine. Darren comes in as I finish the last piece. Izzy's famous toast and jelly, he says, pulling up a chair. Jam, I say with a fake British accent. It's jam, sir. He cracks the... Well, you've got jelly jam all over your face, so here's a paper towel, my lady. <laughs> he hands me one. What are you doing today? I ask him when my face is presentable again. He's pouring milk over a huge bowl of frosted flakes. Looks like I'm driving you to the mall, he says. Mom has a consultation at the house out in Milford, and your dad's playing golf. He stops and crunches. Gotta love Saturdays. Yep. I tell him as I lick the jam from my finger. I'm glad you're driving them. We have to pick up Heather and she'll freak when she sees you. He smirks, nods. That's me, hero of the sixth grade. I'll have to hold her hand in the back seat, I joke. She will be having a heart attack. Can you come in with us? Not this time. Just have to make sure I mind his mom is there. Then I already promised the guys I'd shoot some hoops at the gym. Don't tell Heather I want him. She'll give up shopping to go with you. To watch us play? No, to play against you. She is so good. She's 11, Darren says with the flip of his hand, shoveling more cereal. She's pretty amazing. She has four older brothers she plays with all the time. I wouldn't underestimate her. Darren laughs as I gather up our dishes and wash them. But I think about Heather and her brother. I kind of like having a brother-like dude in the house, especially one who drives. After Darren does the check-in with Imani, Imani's mom, I'm sorry, I got a notification in my distraction. <laughs> After Darren does the check-in with Imani's mom and he heads out to the gym, it dawns on me. I have four full hours to just be me. Four hours of not belonging to anyone. It's not mom's time or dad's time. It's just a little me time. Is it terrible to admit I feel like dancing? All right, you guys. I'll read a little bit more to y'all tonight. Let me finish folding my clothes and get dressed for today. I hope you guys have a good day. Be blessed. Stay safe.